Well, the meaning of Christmas is captured in the familiar words of John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he sent his only Son, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish, but would have eternal life. Why did God send his Son? So that we would respond. So that we would experience the full measure of God's love for us and the hope of joy of life with him today and always. And the night Jesus was born, we see just how much God wants the world to know and to respond to this gift beyond measure. That night, it's as if God is up in heaven and like a father thrilled with the birth of his firstborn, he can't wait to tell everyone about it. Well, he had planned with a star to bring in some really important guys. But they got sidetracked in Jerusalem and had to stop and ask for directions. What's a father to do? Well, he sends some angels to some shepherds on a hillside and gives them the wake-up call of their lives. They had no clue that what had happened. But God made sure. And it would change their lives forever. What does God do? God sends the multitudes of heaven to shepherds working the night shift. Listen to their story. There were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. How did they respond? They were terrified. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord, and this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Well, before they had a chance to get their heads around that, Scripture says, Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. Well, after this first heavenly Christmas carol, what did they do? How did they respond? Well, I think, first of all, they had to go change their pants, actually. Just kidding. Scripture says, When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see the thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And they just didn't amble into town. It says, they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. And their story doesn't finish there. Scripture says, and I love this, when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what, they, what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. Isn't that gorgeous? They get the news. Initially, they're terrified. But curiosity overcomes them, and they rush to see if what the angels had proclaimed is true. And even more, once they saw that it was true, they couldn't wait to go out and tell everyone who would listen what God had done for them, what God had done in that manger in Bethlehem that day. Well, you may be like those shepherds. I don't know what dark hillside or valley you may be in these days. But God knows. 
And God wants to reach out to you. And God wants you to respond and experience the same joy the shepherds knew that night. God wants you to have an opportunity to respond to his love and to experience that love deeply in your life. And you know, through the ages, no story has inspired a greater response. Think of the art, the literature, the music that has been created in response to this story. Now, you may not feel like you have the gifts of a writer or an artist or a musician to respond to God. But even if you don't have a a voice to sing the works of a handle, you can still respond. Take a look at how these young people figured out that they too could share the good news of the Messiah's birth. They called it the silent monks. Love you, man. It's delightful. Well, this Advent season, we in fact have invited you each week of Advent as we got closer and closer to Christmas to respond to the love of God in Christ by writing heart prayers. And today I wanted to share with you how some of your Christchurch friends have responded to God in prayer, simple prayer, uh, this past season. One person responded with a prayer just for greater awareness. Lord, help me to be aware of each moment as a gift and blessing from you. Another asked God to help them exhibit qualities that reflect Christ's own heart. Dear Lord, help me to be an instrument of peace and love and joy. One person offered a prayer of thanks and guidance. Thank you for showing me all the love and support I'm surrounded with through friends and family. Help me to be that person that makes a difference in someone else's life. And here's one so sweet it had to make the angels sing. A new story for me. I was born again last week. All my sins have been washed away. I hope and pray that my new life and life story will be one of love, kindness, forgiveness, and helping those less fortunate than me to be a good, loving father and husband, one who is humble. This is my new story. When I saw this heart prayer, I thought I had a clue who this could be. So I approached him, and sure enough, it was him. And I asked if he would share with us just a little bit more of the story. This is the email I received. 
My arrival at this point in my walk with God has been a lifelong journey, going at one time or another in many different directions. What moved my heart to respond to God in a new way is, for the lack of a better way to put it, the culmination of a snowball. Yes, a snowball, starting off very small but growing larger day by day. The snowball was first formed when Kelly and I decided to make a commitment to our church to become full partners in the community of Christ Church. The snowball grew when we attended the introduction to Christ Church class and we had the opportunity to learn more. During the class, we discussed baptism and it struck me that I hadn't been baptized. The snowball continued to grow when we joined a small group in Banks for the six-week journey into discipleship through Bible study and prayer. The more I learned and the more I prayed, the more I felt a deep desire to make the commitment and ask to be baptized. Well, one evening I was reading a children's Bible story to my daughter, and we read about John the Baptist. The thought struck me that Latessa hadn't been baptized either. I decided to make an appointment with Pastor Bob to discuss my baptism, and during the meeting I asked if I could be baptized with my daughter. Well, Pastor Bob got that great big grin on his face, looked me right in the eye and said, Can you say (laughs) no-brainer? My heart leaped for joy. The thought of sharing baptism with my daughter almost overwhelmed me with emotion. So on Sunday, November 29th, the snowball culminated with the baptism of me and my darling daughter, Latessa. Want to see just how darling she is? Here she is. Our new Christ Church friend and brother and sister in Christ, Charles White, and his little girl, Latessa, whom we welcomed into God's family through the gift of baptism just a short time ago. Has God been rolling a snowball in your life? Have you felt the tug to say yes to God's presence, to His love, His forgiveness, His grace, hope, His joy. What will be your response? I invite you to pull out the heart card you received today and imagine what your response to God might be this Christmas season. Or just open your heart and lift up a quiet prayer to God as we spend a moment in quiet prayer and reflection. And imagine this prayer, dear God, in response to you, to your love for me. Let me Let's listen and pray, and I invite those of you who desire to write out your heart prayer so we can share it with your family here.